And we're synced, we're back into it, we're live again. Seamus' laptop died, but you know, I, I'm not going to blame you on that. I've got to tell you, as, as we were getting into this, I thought that IT was going to be a big issue. I'm like, oh, Seamus, software salesman who's supposed to show up and convince me that you have the technology solution for my company is not going to be able to figure out this setup, but actually you've done a commendable job. Better than you thought, uh, so, better than you thought. Yeah. So speaking of software sales, getting back to the schlep that's working part-time. So I literally have three meetings a week, right? One is to forecast pipeline. I have zero. And then the other two is to meet with this guy. So, you know, he, nobody has instructed to me that this guy is important or in charge and I never interviewed with him. So it's been very slowly uh, insinuated that the guy that hired me thinks this guy's a putz and I'm starting to learn this guy's a putz. So, uh, is he technically your boss? No, he's like technically just a advising VP of sales while we hire a VP of sales. So like the engine is okay. already turning. Like the, this is pretty interesting. Like the company is working well without a VP of sales and no structure. Yep. So it just shows you how good the product is. So why would he meet with you and not just with your manager? My manager, the guy that hired me, isn't. He's a sales ops guy. He's not a, he's not a VP of sales. But you, but you have a manager who's not this guy, right? Technically, but he's a sales ops guy. You know, there's... But still, I would just defer to him. Like, I hate when people are meeting with my direct reports um, because they, you're not going to have full context. It's blind leading the blind at that I think point. he knows that, but I think the, either the founder put this guy in place and this guy's trying to prove his worth don't know what it is i mean they obviously put him in place they didn't offer him the job or like he's a friend of a friend i don't know what the situation is so after like my second meeting with this guy you know he just he assumes he's like well you're doing this this and this and i'm like no nobody's told me to do that like should i do that <laughs> he's like yeah 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 so you get online so we went through like a sales cycle he's like well, you have these two old ops i'm like these are just like this is just some random guy who created a free account one time in serbia he's like well let's give him a call so he calls him on his cell phone. He's like, it's going to be 33 cents a minute. Calls this random guy in Serbia. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I had an idea to create a business once. And uh, that was two years ago. I don't, uh, this is not active. He's like, oh, maybe not a lead. I was like, yeah, you know, I already told you this. <laughs> so after, like, he does a couple sessions of this. I'm amazed the guy picked up. <laughs> so after this, he'll come in, and he's, like, very squinty and blinky. So he's, like, <clears throat> kind of spastic. And he's, he he's, like, he's like, so how's it been going? How can I help? And like it takes every being in my body to be like, you are not helping. You are just kind of useless, and I just hope that this 30 minutes is over. Yep. Fast forward to this week, meeting him for the second time. He's like, yeah, so, you know, I know that your, your pipeline is thin, and, you know, it's taking a while, so, but, you know, tell me how it's going. And he's trying to think of new creative ways to get leads. He's like, so what about this? Like, what about your top 50 ones that you're targeting? How about you write him a handwritten letter? <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, you want me to write 20 handwritten letters? And he's like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I haven't had anyone else do it before, but I think, like, it'd be kind of a cool project. Just, you know, like, someone's going to bite on this. Project. And I'm like, and I'm, you know, I have to hold a poker face. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. I can do that. So I try to, like, kind of dodge it and get out of it. Like, I asked the guy that hired me. I was like, hey, um, so-and-so told me to do this. Where do I get the stamps? Where do I get the stationery? I was hoping to be like, well, why are you doing that? Like, no, don't do that. 
So yep. in the end, I wrote about 10 of them on Friday. I was like, this is what I'm getting paid to do. Just shut up and smile and do this. How well do you think you wrote them? you think there were any typos in there? I mean, I, I don't want to be offensive here, but you're more of a spoken language kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, my written language. Sometimes I forget actual words or articles. Uh, I mean, an organization should play to your strengths, and I don't know that they're really helping you out there. So I wrote them out. Um, I didn't have the stamps. I'm, my goal is on my Monday walkabout with him, like, let's go walk to get the stamps. Maybe that'll kill some time. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's where we're at. So it's going good. And then, like, the, my last meeting with him, like, it started, and, like, within two minutes, I'm like, how do I politely ask this guy when his last day is? Yeah. So, after he comes to, like, 20 minutes. Is there a VP in the queue yet? After, yeah, there is one. The final, they had, like, a final interview. and then Oh, that's great. That's a win. So then he goes, and then I'm like, so... Um, you mentioned you were winding down. So, like, when's your last week? He's like, and a couple more blinks, like, blink, 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 blink. And I'm like, okay. He's like, uh, but, uh, you know, the founders asked me to stay on for a couple extra weeks. And I'm like, a couple extra weeks. I'm like, okay, so I have one more week of you. Yep. yep. Um, but other than that, things have been great. Short walk to work, you know, great food. Are you popping out to get beers during lunch yet? No, not there yet. Not there yet. Um, there is, like... I mean, it's classic San Francisco, you know, kombucha, beer, cold brew on tap. So I'm, you know, I'm blitzing through some cold brews, but they're pretty liberal with uh, when the tap gets hit. You know, they're, yeah. they're yeah. hitting that thing about 3.34. Oh. Um, it's, what time are you getting in? Uh, I get in at 8. That's, that's early. So that's early for most people. Seven, seven and a half hours into the day, it's time to tap the keg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's an interesting thing That's where it's like, bridge. I think I'm past that stage of, I want to go out after drinks, after work for drinks. Yeah. Maybe it's because I I don't have like one or two people that I'm really anxious to grab a drink with. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about relationships there. I mean, the situation at my office has been, we moved from SF to Austin. We didn't exactly bring the crack squad out here, mm-hmm. uh, assistant wise, uh, but we have six of them. We have fucking six of them that make it impossible to take a phone call at my fucking desk. And I'll say several times over their chatter, like, hey, I'm sorry, it's really loud in here. Uh, or a lot of times, just look, the, the only time that they'll quiet down is when I yell at somebody over the phone. When I yell at somebody over the phone, it's a big, like, mommy just hit daddy incident. Mm. And everybody gets real quiet in the room. And it's peaceful. I like it. It encourages me to be angry on the phone more. And, and then the, the other interaction that I'll have with them is going over to the beer fridge at like five, you know, right before they leave. And I'm like, hey, guys, you're aware that one, not everyone in here drinks wine or sake or whatever it is that you're buying. Two, there are beers available on the market that don't involve fruit, like no fruit in them. Mm. And also, there's 50 people that work here. Maybe next time you go to the store, grab more than 12. Like, there's got to be a Slack channel for this. Uh, they really crack, the company's really cracked down on any of our general Slack channels. Oh. And I don't want to be on record you know, requesting beer and writing. Yeah. I really just want to go to the people that are buying it. And I'm like, look, I don't drink Topo Chico. <laughs> I don't drink... You know, fucking spark, like we got 15 different kinds of sparkling water in here. 
<laughs> Here's all that I want, and I know I'm not the only person that's complaining about this. I want there to be some form of Diet Coke in here, okay? And I want there to be any form of beer that is not fruity, and let's make sure that we get the ratio right, and like maybe, you know, put two 12 packs in here or something. Yeah. Maybe that'll you'll, cover us. So our general chat, you'll like this. The guy that I think is an absolute putz who's in, you know, maybe eight hours a week, he chimes in and they're very, very social in general about, Hey, if you want some, this get that, or you want a new Nespresso, this, he goes, he's like, Oh sweet. You guys got a stout on tap. Who the fuck's going to drink a stout on tap. That's a lot, like, you gotta have a lot of stout drinkers to get that going. Yeah. Did you get, make it through that keg before it goes bad? Oh, man. Uh, people just don't think about stuff like that. It's made me wonder several times. I'm like, maybe I should really just apply for a job as an assistant. But these... I think I could fucking do that. You mean like assistant to like a CEO? Uh, no. Uh, no, assistant to fucking whoever. I don't care. Half these people aren't assistants to specific people. They're probably making six figures. So these six people that are sitting around you that are like, oh, daddy yelled at mommy or daddy hit mommy. Are these people that work directly for you? No, absolutely not. Oh. Gotcha. They work for, you know, who knows. Um, so our, our producer made a comment, you know, offline where, let's say I was doing some psycho babbling at him. And uh, he commented, he goes, ever since, you know, your little boyfriend ran away to Texas, I'm not going to be your new fill-in. And he goes... <laughs> He's like, well, you got nobody to bankroll you anymore? And I was like, whoa, that's quite the <laughs> statement. So I, I proposed to you, do you feel at any point, you know, out, outside of providing me free lodging that you were, you were bankrolling me? No, it was, it was during your startup phase in SF. I would say there was a little bit of float there, but nothing direct, you know. Yeah. Gave you a free place to live, spotted you a couple, a couple tabs. Um, but yeah, no, it's been... Uh, been pretty two-way uh, most of the time out there getting drinks um, which by the way I, I'm fine with like I I hate other people buying me anything even when it's reciprocal um, so any any changes you know as a move happens have you thought of like okay I'm going to take dating more seriously I am going to be more social what about the social life How, I mean has that been has that been tough I've thought about all these things and I've taken half measures and then given up on them. Um, so I need to rededicate myself to it. Getting a couch is going to be a big step for me. I got to tell you, that's going to, I have a couch on the way, but it was fucking crowded at the furniture store and they're like, this is going to take two months to arrive. Is that okay? And I was like, fuck it. Let's just lock one in. I already picked one out. I picked out the fabric and all that shit. I'm not going through that at, whole thing oh, again. Picked out the fabric. Oh, so this is quite the investment. They get like, okay. they get like real judgy at these fucking furniture places where they're like, oh, well, this is the fabric that's available, but you don't want to get that. It has like these problems or whatever. I'm like, you assholes are selling it. It has to be fine. It's in the right color. Like it has to be more than passable. I mean, if they're, that's impressive. I've never thought that that existed, but apparently exists where you go to the furniture store and like, let's design this from scratch is essentially what's happening. It's not from scratch. It's like, you know, pick out the model of couch that you want. Pick the configuration that you want. So, like, which way is it going to face? What type of arms and legs is it going to have on it? And then, you know, what kind of, uh, what kind of fabric do you want on it? That's the big thing. 
but they only have like two fabrics that they just have off the shelf that they can sell to you. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You should get, you know, XYZ one, which is going to take fucking eight weeks for us to put on a truck. Utterly impressive. Do you actually think they assemble these in the States, or do you think this is always going back overseas somewhere? I don't have the faintest idea how their supply chain works other than that it's atrocious. But, but they- getting some furniture in here is going to go a long way to me feeling like I'm actually living, you know, here. Um, and... Um, I got to get the license and the registration locked down because then, you know, I can buy a gun. I can drive my car around without being concerned about, you know, getting arrested. Do you have a specific gun in mind that you're thinking about purchasing? Yeah, I'm just going to buy, you know, a little handgun, something that I can take out to the range and, you know, go out with buddies and be like, hey, you know, you want to go shoot. Um, I already have a gun that I can take out to go to the range. I, I enjoy that. Um, are you gonna, it's something. Are you gonna be, it's something to tinker are you with. Be like the guy that has it strapped underneath his his car. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's gonna be no carry component to it. That thing's gonna stay locked away unless I'm unless I'm going to the range. Maybe uh, set an aggressive goal of uh, socialize once a week. I did have. We didn't go over this. I don't think. So you know how they have all those electric scooters. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the scooter incident? No, no, no. Do share. Uh, so I took a scooter home drunk from a bar one night. That's got to uh, be interesting. And I went over. I wasn't. I was pretty drunk, but I wasn't like wildly inebriated. But I went over some uneven pavement as I was approaching some pedestrians that were like, you know, maybe 20 feet ahead of me. So I'm looking at the pedestrians. I'm slowing down to get off of it to make sure that I'm not disrupting them. I go over the uneven pavement. Scarlet, Scarlet takes a tumble there <laughs> off to the side. Okay. When you- and it's just like, it's one of the saddest falls of all time. Like I'm not going fast. <laughs> I'm going slow. And I just kind of like, cause I was coming to a stop and I just kind of like rock over and you're like planted on one leg, you know, and then you kind of have one leg that's behind you. Right. So that one leg that's planted on the deck there takes all of the strain of this fall of, you know, 220 pounds rocking to the side there. And so I hit the ground and I'm not even, I'm not scraped up or anything because I wasn't moving at all. But I just, I go to get up and I'm like, fuck. Like my right knee is like, I, like I can't walk. Like, I can barely stand on my right knee. I'm having to post are, myself are up against the car. Are the pedestrians saying anything, dude? Oh, they're watching. They're watching. And so I stand up the scooter and, you know, do the park thing where I, like, close out my ride in the app. Call an Uber to take me home about the last three blocks that I had left. And hobble my way up to my apartment. Uh, knee is still not 100 p. Um... You know, learning some more things about my 30s here like that. I can't just bounce back quite as quickly. I had to go and get an MRI. Oh, wow. Like, it's one of the first times I've ever made use of my health insurance. Thank God I've been paying for that shit for a decade so that I could have, you know, one incident <laughs> so that what? may have cost the insurance company a couple grand at so most. So you, you just skipped the general doctor. You went right to get an MRI. The second that I got up and I could not walk on it, and it's the same knee that I've injured three other times. Uh, after giving it like a day or two 
to try to heal up and it's not really getting better, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to the general pre- practitioner because all that he's going to do is refer me to ortho. So I called, you know, my insurance and they gave me a couple ortho people. And then I love, you call the ortho person up and the first thing they ask you is, what's your insurance? Yep. Like I have Cigna. They're like, what's your plan? I'm like, uh, I, hold on, I got to look that up. And I read off the plan and it's like, Open Plus or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, how can we help you? Oh, just completely changed. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, yeah, oh, oh, you have the blank check policy. Okay, yep. Oh, we can get you in here tomorrow at 8 in the morning. Can you come in then? <laughs> um, Let's do some imaging. Come back for a repeat visit. Whatever. That is a very interesting dynamic as soon as they learn it's, what you have. The way that healthcare works in this country is so fucking dumb. Like, my doctor's visit costs $30. Mm-hmm. Why, like, there's no reason. There's no I, I, I go in a whole rant about health insurance for a fucking half hour. But when you about why is it that I need to pay tens of thousands of dollars a year, directly or indirectly, so that when I have my one fucking incident in a decade, the doctor's visit only costs thirty dollars. The doctor's visit could cost a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. That's fine. That's better than me paying ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I've learned the hard way. I went. I just had the same route, and I went the cheap route, and. You know, sometimes you get some cheap services. But luckily, I feel like I, I lucked out there. Question for you, though, is when you go into the uh, orthopedic guy or whatever, and the first question is, okay, so why did you come in today or how did this happen? How did, how did you deliver that news? Oh, I said that uh, I had an accident on a scooter. Uh, and then they said, well, were you going fast? And I said, no, it was a pretty sad fall. Uh, and the lady on the other end of the phone laughed. Uh, which was pretty great. I was being pretty open with them about it. So you would have, you would have, if they pried, they would, you wouldn't let them know that you had been drinking. Um, I've been pretty tight-lipped about that mm. because, uh, yeah, I don't want there to be any work implications or anything like that. Well, it's not like work you um, get details of your. I don't know. I, yeah, I just don't want to. I just don't want to get into it. There was discussion about. So if you were riding a scooter and you fell, would you describe that as falling on a scooter or falling off of a scooter? I fell off of a scooter. But I think both work. You could fall on a scooter because you were on a scooter and then you fell. If I fell on a scooter, I would imagine if I, if I said that I fell into the scooter at some point uh, to break my fall. This, this is bad content. But. <laughs> but sure, should we go to the report card? Uh, it's probably time to get into the report card here. What uh, do you have a do you have a scale you'd like to uh, touch upon today? Maybe cities in the U.S. with the move coming here, um, ranging from I'm gonna say Albuquerque or Missoula to New York or San Francisco. Yeah. Um, hoof. Okay. Um, do you have one in mind or would you like, yeah, I've got yeah, one. You can kick off while I, I don't know if you're going to like it. What I mean, I'm going to open with one word, Orlando. <laughs> I mean, okay. Here's the deal with Orlando. All right. You go out there for the attractions, right? There's some stuff to do there. You know, it, like it might not have everything. That you're not going to like everything about it going into it. But there's going to be some fun stuff to do out there, and there's other people going out there 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get out there, it's exactly what you expect. It's fucking grimy. It's your least favorite part of the country or whatever. But then when you go out to do whatever it is that you went out there to do, it is a great time. It's hotter than balls. You're gritting your teeth, getting through, you know, some environmental hazards and stuff. But you're going to have a good time. Um, and you're going to come home satisfied. And then going to be like, maybe I pump the brakes a bit before I go back to Orlando again, but I'll be back out there sometime. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I, mean, that's how I, I think that's very accurate. So while you were going through that, I, I one city just immediately popped in my head, and that's Minnesota. Sorry, the city <laughs> of Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. Because if anyone said, "Hey, let's go to Minneapolis this weekend," you're like, "Why would I go to Minneapolis? It's really cold in Minneapolis. <laughs> There's no reason to go to Minneapolis. Like, are you dating someone from Minneapolis? Why are we going to Minneapolis? Like, no, no, no. Give it a chance. It's uh, it's nice in the summertime." So, like, you know, you already weed off, like, I'm not going there because it's cold. And then, you know, if you go out there in the summertime, you're like, wow, this is really nice. It's, it's pleasant. Very underrated city. Very well. Very efficient. Seems to run well. But after you get past the initial, like, oh, it's cold, you know, similar to your personality, it's cold. You get drunk enough with somebody from the Midwest, you realize how valuable they are and they have good core values. So I think that's, that, I think that's a perfect example of who you are. I think that's very fitting. Uh, With that, we will conclude the 52nd episode of The Gentleman's Break. Till next time. Thanks for your patience, guys.